This week on the show, we are talking about heirloom rumors. We're finally going to get to talk about crafting. And just yesterday, we have some huge changes to armor in Season 6. This is Voidwalker. Prepare for your jump. Approaching King's Canyon. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to Voidwalker, an Apex Legends podcast, talking about everything going on in the world of the video game Apex Legends. I'm your host, Jules the Human, and oh my goodness, so many things have happened in just the past 24 hours. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it in the final circle. We got some armor updates. Season 6 is still changing. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody's been playing the game, and I hope everybody's been trying Rampart. This week I did play quite a bit of Rampart. She's been a lot of fun, I, I gotta tell you. I mean, I, I again, last week I encouraged everybody to try her out. I just want to encourage more, you know, to try out the new Legends, to, to be open with changes, because this game is fantastic. This game is different than the rest for a reason. This game... For whatever reason, I mean, you're listening to a podcast about it, right? <laughs> Whether you've been here since episode one or this is your very first episode, you're listening to an Apex Legends podcast. So obviously, you're interested in this video game. So something's captured you for sure. And I want you to hone in on that and know that things are changing. Things are a little different, but kind of lean into and embrace the changes that are happening with this season because it could only make the game better eventually maybe if, if it's not the best right now maybe it's not your favorite maybe it's not exactly the way you want it but eventually it will get there it will be the game i have faith and i want you to have faith too thank you so much to everybody listening i appreciate you thank you for everybody listening to the last episode oh my goodness yeah uh, it's fantastic i love the feedback we got an email that we're going to read later on in the show uh towards the end when we talk about crafting we have a a, a perfect email that led into it. And if you want to email the show, voidwalkerpod, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. That's how you do that. And I'll read them on the show, whatever it is. And uh, if you want to leave us an Apple podcast review, go ahead and do that on Apple podcast on your iPhone. If you have Apple, uh, if you want to share the podcast with a friend that has an Android phone, we're on there as well. And if anybody has Spotify, you can listen to the show on Spotify as well. That's where I like to listen to my my shows. I don't know. <laughs> I like Spotify. I'm a big fan of uh, of Spotify for my music and stuff. And uh, very fortunate. I'm very fortunate that we're on Spotify. So let people know about the show. That would really help us out. And those five-star reviews would really help uh, us out too. But I'm Jules the Human. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on all this stuff. You know. You know the vibes. I've been here for a while. <laughs> you already know where you can find me. I stream Apex Legends quite a bit too. But let's get into some news. I did want to touch a little bit of news. I want to get into the main topic for sure. I want to get into the news about the heirloom situation. And if you don't know what heirlooms are, I'm happy for you. Please do not get into heirlooms. If you do not know what heirlooms are, it is 
perfectly fine. Please, it is just nothing but sadness because I still do not have an heirloom. And no, I don't want to hear about how you have three heirlooms and you started in season four and I started in week three, but that's fine. No, actually, you can tell me. You can send me an email if you want. Voidwalker Pod, you can tell me about the different heirlooms. Uh, please, I would love to hear about your heirloom stuff. I'm just messing with you. But really, I, I want an heirloom so bad. I know people are getting them left and right nowadays. But uh, we have some news, uh, a little bit old news, but we still haven't even gone over everything in Season 6. It's insane. There's so many things going on in Apex right now. We haven't even touched everything going on. But today, I want to talk about the news that there are new heirlooms possibly coming in Season 6. So this hasn't happened yet, where there's a possibility that two heirlooms are going to be coming at the same season. So we do have rumors and spoilers. If you don't want to know about it, I'm I'm going to talk about it for the next minute or two, really. Uh, but we do have Bangalore. She's going to be getting a tonfa, which is something like a police baton. That I mean, if you think of a, a token police baton, uh, it, that's pretty much what it looks like. I mean, I didn't know the, the proper name for it, really. I didn't even know there was a, a, a name for it. It's called a tonfa, and that is in the files as procured by some of our famous legendary data miners here in Apex Legends. We, o- we only have a couple. We don't have a lot of data miners. We don't have that many, as many as Fortnite, but the ones that we do have are working overtime and they're giving us some solid info. So Bangalore's heirloom possibly coming in season six. We don't know when, we don't know how, but she's going to be getting a tonfa and that's just what's in the files. It could be changing. It could be moved to the next season, but the the reasoning is that she, uh, the tonfa is going to be coming in season six is because... There's no real reason that the files need to be there a season early. So there's going to be something going on here to for her to get the Tonfa. And I'm really interested in it. I mean, a lot of her legendary skins kind of go into that military militarized background. And it's going to be interesting seeing this on her. And I think that's going to fit her really well. And it's another like bludgeoning heirloom. We've seen a lot of heirlooms just be weapons and i like it i like the brutality of it it's super interesting so i would love to see this on a bangalore and i depending on how it looks depending on the the way they introduce it it might be my new favorite heirloom i don't know we also have rumor that another legend is going to be getting an heirloom caustic caustic is going to be getting his heirloom in an upcoming collection event called aftermarket so you know sometimes they have different events that happen during the season and it looks like that this is going to be the caustic heirloom space so you get uh, assuming that the aftermarket collection is going to be going on at the same you know with this after aftermarket event or whatever you can unlock the caustic heirloom set if you buy the entire set you spend a lot of money you get the whole set and then you, you the reward is you automatically get the caustic heirloom so that's what it's looking like that's what's going to happen but uh, like I said, for the Bangalore one, they don't really know when that's going to come, but this is looking pretty solid for Caustic as most likely going to be the next heirloom available. And it looks like it's going to be this thing called the Death Hammer. I mean, if you want to look up Shrug Toll, uh, uh, Tobias on Twitter, these are the main data, mi- data miners, but this, I've seen some renderings of what it could look like. And I've seen some motion uh, graphic of how it's going to be 
shown as this insane hammer and the way that Caustic is going to wield it. And I am afraid. I'm afraid because this looks insane. I I cannot wait. This is going to be really cool. I don't know how it fits into Caustic, really. I know Caustic's kind of just rough and tumble, just kind of going with it, and very aggro. So I'm interested how they kind of just, like, talk about it, or how they bring it up that Caustic has this death hammer that he's been holding. It's more like a sledgehammer. Uh, and I... I'm excited. This looks intense. This looks insane. And this looks like it could be, again, another one of my favorite heirlooms. I mean, I know I'm saving myself for the crypto heirloom at some point. Hopefully in Season 7, cross your fingers, maybe. Crypto mains, we need to unite. But right now, the Caustic heirloom looks so dope. And it looks so intense. So I'm really excited to see this aftermarket uh, collection event and to see what they change. If they change anything in the map, they usually do uh, with events. They change stuff on the map. There's like a new uh, LTM that's brought into the game and then a bunch of new skins and stuff that I, I you could look up all the new skins that have been like sort of leaked, really. Uh, there's a new bloodhound twitch prime skin that shrug tall has shown that's going to be coming pretty soon so that's pretty dope um but you can look up the skins the skins look dope and they look really cool and these events always are really interesting because you don't see a lot of the cosmetics go into the store once the event is gone that's a very rare thing i mean i don't have the vampire uh crypto and I haven't seen the Vampire Crypto since Halloween pretty much last year. So hopefully I could pick up the Vampire Crypto this year on Halloween if he comes back. Maybe there's a whole new set of uh, Halloween stuff. But usually whenever the collection events leave the store, that's when uh, you rarely ever see them. So I'm definitely down to pick up as many new cosmetics as I can here. But yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? Have you seen... Uh, what they look like. Have you seen the code? Do you think Caustic's heirloom is going to be dope? Which one's better, Bangalore's or Caustic? Let me know. VoidWalkerPod, VoidWalkerPod at gmail.com. I'm excited. I want to get talking about the new armor changes that just happened yesterday. Breaking news here on the VoidWalker podcast. The very first podcast that is going to be talking about this. No other Apex podcast is talking about this yet. Let's go to the final circle. Final round. Beginning ring countdown. So, yesterday, September 3rd, I finished my stream. I'm going on Twitter, and first thing that I see is this link from Apex Legends. If you're not following Apex, if you're not following at Play Apex, you need to, because they they don't post much. I'm going to be honest. They don't post much, but when they do... It's rather important, or it's rather uh, binding to story. It's something that you need to see. So if you're not on Twitter, or if you're not following them on Instagram, play Apex. That's where you need to go. But the first thing that I see is Season 6 Evo Armor Updates. All Evo Armor is here to stay, but Armor Health will revert to pre-season six values. So today's podcast, I was going to just talk about TTK, time to kill, gun stuff maybe. I wanted to talk about the changes that happened and we can still kind of touch on the changes that happened. But 
as of yesterday, everything's changed. You know what I mean? So you're listening to this on Friday. Thursday is when the changes were made. The 3rd of September, roughly about 11 to noon or so. I'm going to say noon to 1 for central time for me. I always forget time zones. Time zones. I'm like, oh, it's it's 1 o'clock. Duh. It's 1 o'clock for everybody. That's when it came out. No. No, Jules. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so I was going to talk about TTK, all that stuff, but everything's changing now. Everything's changing. Maybe next week I could talk about the differences. But Season 6 brought about armor changes that were huge. First off, we got Evo armor. As soon as you land, you need to get 50 points to upgrade your Evo armor. So you land with quote-unquote Evo armor, but with nothing in the tank, meaning that you only had 100 points of health, 100 hit points, no armor points, but you had to get 50 to upgrade to get 25. It's a little, whenever we talk about armor, whenever we talk about different things, I'm going to try and explain it best I can. It's just really hard to explain if you're not in the game, if you weren't in there. So uh, I, I, I'm sorry in advance. I'm going to try and explain as best as I can. But is if you get 50 points of damage off on somebody, you upgrade your evil armor that you dropped with, and then you get 25 points of armor health. Is that the right wording? I don't know. I hope it is. I hope I'm making sense so far. You know, you've been playing the game. You've been playing the game this since season six come out. Come on now. Um, so yeah, all all armor was Evo armor, and all armor values were reduced by 25 HP. So before, uh, you know, you would get a gold, and it would be four spaces, so a full 100 points of armor. But now the gold is 75, so you only get three little slots. Uh, blue was two, and purple changed from four to three, and then red armor. Is that what we call it? I mean, I'm calling it red armor. I always call it red armor. That's what it is, right? It's a nice, it's a nice solid red color. It's an apex red. Apex has like a specific red color that I really like. And that's what I wanted the cover of the podcast to be as well. I don't know if you noticed that. It's like apex red and it's like an apex font and it's super dope. But uh, that aside, the red evil armor was four. Uh, so it got reduced by 25 just like all the other ones so red armor was now just two uh 100 so the maximum amount of hp plus shield that you can wield from the start of season six was 200 previously the red armor would give you 125 of shield and you would have 225 uh to work with to get hit and still be able to shoot back and not go down but this season season six if you've played since season six has happened it was all reduced but now as of thursday september 3rd everything's going back to the way it was now jason mccord design director of apex legends released a whole patch notes armor about armor changes and a series of a bug fixes which was greatly needed and uh that's that's awesome. That's what we need, right? We needed uh we in the bug fixes there's all these changes. Uh Loba is is getting her bugs fixed again. We can't seem to get Loba's tactical to work everywhere, which has been a problem since she's came she's come out, which is, you know, 
that's half her kit. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's most of what she can do, and it's still not working properly, which is a problem. But it, then again, we don't, you know, not a lot of people are playing Loba for sure. But we got some changes to to Crypto Wraith Rampart. There's a lot of bug fixes, Gibraltar replicators, uh, some audio stuff that that got helped with the devotion and the vault, and they removed this caustic voice line that was very questionable and very bad and i'm glad they addressed it i'm glad they took it out because it was very uh demeaning and i'm not going to talk about it too much more but it was just not great not a great voice line they read the room they got the feedback and they changed it so that's good with the bug fixes but with these armor stuff we are we are going to revert the armor values to pre-season six values this change is happening today across all platforms but they are keeping the all evil armor change so they are going to keep all the evils you start off with an evo shield no nothing in the tank hit for 50 you get 25 shield you can upgrade from there or you can find them across the map that's still an option if you haven't jumped into king's canyon world's edge since season six you are still able to find all this stuff on the map unless it's in crafting but we'll talk about crafting at the end of the episode but um so he goes on i'm not going to read it i'm not going to read it to you you can read <laughs> you found the show you can read you can read what jason said but basically what he was saying is that they did uh internal testing that they are a small group of internal testers they've been testing it for months he wanted to let us know that he's been testing it they've been testing it for a long time with positive feedback for everything and that yeah, they were the season six was the day, you know, when season six came out, they were like, yo, we're making these changes. We've had some good feedback from our little crew that's been uh, testing it. And here we go. This is how it's going to happen. This is going to be better for the game. And this is going to be how it's going to be. But cut to a week after season six came out, couple days, maybe the changes were just too great all at once. And I know I've said stuff about the community before, but the community was loud. The community was in charge. And Respawn has no choice but to adhere to the community. And they got to they gotta understand that possibly it was right. I didn't have a problem with it. But I'm not going to say no to, you know, 25 more health for a gold shield. <laughs> like, I'm completely fine with that. So they listened to the community and they were like, oh, this is actually not the greatest the changes that they made to the gun they pretty much buffed a lot of the guns they got rid of a lot of recoil for some of the guns they added the devotion the turbocharger all these changes plus the decrease of 25 armor for across the board and having it so that the cap is at 200 hit points plus shield all of that was making it an unpleasant experience for a lot of the community, a lot of the vocal community. So they listened, Respawn listened, and now here we are, Thursday. They didn't even wait till next Tuesday. They usually have updates on Tuesdays. It's coming out on a Thursday, just ready for, I think, this third weekend of Season 6. So here we are. So I really like this one section of the patch notes of what he said here. I really am hopeful with these words right here we are always striving to improve the experience in apex legends sometimes these changes can be more experimental we're not always going to get things right 
but it's important for us to listen and correct things when we don't. I can't promise you that we won't try experimental changes again. In fact, I will promise you that we will change the game in order to keep it fresh and interesting as the years go on. I hope that this patch proves that we are thinking deeply about our decisions, but most importantly, listening to our players. That's what we need right now. That's what we need in a video game. I love the experimentation. I love the changes. I love the meta shifts between each season. And if you don't like it, I don't know if Apex is for you, but really, I don't know if Apex has the has enough stability for you as a gamer. If you want to play a game, I mean, I don't know what game keeps the same meta just going forward every season, every season. It's the same game. It, you're dropping in it. All the guns do the same thing they did last season. I don't know a game that does that other than like single player story games. Fortnite changes it every week, pretty much. The meta changes. I, I said the F word. I'm sorry. But the meta changes in Fortnite pretty much every day. So Apex doing these changes every season is is okay by me. I love the experimentation. I love that I have to go into the game to see what's going on, to see the changes, to feel what's going on, to feel like each season there's a new gun that I can mess around with and like be, oh my god, that's the gun. This is it. But I kind of didn't like that. As soon as I got good with the PK, they put it in drops. I got a really, you know, I got the season ending finale skin for it, and then they just took it away from me. Not a fan of that, but I understand. They're changing the meta. They're experimenting with everything, and I like that they addressed. I like that he addressed that sometimes these changes are going to be more experimental, and we're not always going to get things right, but it's important for us to listen and correct things when we don't. So they are trying. They're doing something. They are trying to make an enjoyable experience for us. And if we make a big enough, you know, push for something, push for change, that we can actually change something. That uh, it's a give and take, right? We want to be vocal. There are vocal people in the community. And that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's too vocal. I mean, in under every game's tweet, uh, Call of Duty, under you know, Apex Legends, Fortnite, everybody, every game that has social media presence, there's always going to be people that are like saying things like dead game. This game's so lame. This game sucks, man, this blows or whatever. And that's always going to be a thing. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. And you gotta, I, I understand where the game company has to pick and choose their battles. Say, okay, it's not a dead game. I see the numbers. There's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people playing it. That comment doesn't matter. Okay, we're seeing a lot of comments about TTK. Okay, let's check it out. Let's see what the data... I mean, what I love about Respawn is they're definitely looking at data all day, every day. Looking at people's stats, who's getting the most wins, how they can change stuff, and how they can keep nerfing Pathfinder. Am I right? I'm just kidding. Sorry, path mains. Um, <laughs> but I love this. I love that they're they're trying. I always respect a good try. I love them admitting faults. I mean, it's like a relationship, right? Hey, I'm sorry. I tried a thing, didn't work, 
and I'm I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do that again, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to mess up down the road. I may mess up down the road, and I'm sorry, but I want this to work out. So we have a really interesting relationship with Respawn and Apex Legends, at least me. I probably could be talking to myself. I, could pro- I mean, I am talking to myself, right? I love this game. I built a PC to play this game, and I want to keep loving it. I want to keep loving it till season 11. I want to keep making this podcast, you know? So, armor changes, <laughs> TLDR, everything's going back to normal, somewhat, with armor. They do, they haven't said anything about recoil patterns, they haven't said anything about, uh, you know, turbochargers still in the game, devotion's still in the game, so I'm almost certain they're experimenting and see, and they're going to see this weekend if that changed anything, if they made it a more enjoyable experience by adding, you know, red armor is now 125 shield, see if that changes anything, see if that makes it more enjoyable. There will be a change. I can feel it with Sheila stuff, with Rampart stuff, but I'm not going to comment on it because I haven't played yet. I haven't played this weekend. I'm going to be streaming this weekend, Apex for sure. I want to try it out. So I probably next week, I'll come back and talk to you about, you know, how the changes actually feel. And I would love your feedback. I would love feedback about it. Voidwalkerpod, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com or tweet me. I would love tweet. If it's easier for you, find me on Twitter at JulesTheHuman, at J-U-L-E-S, the human on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. I would love, hey, I listen to the podcast. Um, let's talk about armor. You know what I mean? I'm having this experience, whatever. And if you do tweet me or something like that, or I get your permission, I would, I'll read them on the show. So that's another way to get get to me. Um, so yeah, those are the huge changes that happened just right before I was about to record this podcast. So it's insane. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to to see the changes. But yeah, it totally threw a wrench in what I was going to talk about, the TTK and guns and stuff. But this is good. And I feel it. And they're listening. And yeah. So we're reaching the end of the episode and I did want to touch on crafting because that is a huge part of season six and the new addition here in season six. And we got a lovely email from Kavish and that's going to lead into my talk about crafting. What is it viable? What you can do with it? And, you know, if you haven't dropped in since season six, what it is, what crafting is, what it actually is. So uh, here's uh, an email. Again, if you want to send us an email, I'll read it on the show. Voidwalkerpod, voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. Kavish says, love the pod. Hey, I love the podcast, even though I just started to listen. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. Whenever you start, whenever you start the podcast, if this is the, if this is the first episode you listen to and you're even vibing, if you even got to this point, I appreciate you. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, just started listening. Uh, the new season is pretty good, but I don't know how I feel about the vault. I had an idea which would help out everybody and wouldn't saturate the loot pool as well. What if every week Apex changed the weapons in the care package? For example, week one, the flatline, week two, the R301, etc. So that's basically what's going on with crafting. It's not in drops, but it is in crafting. So crafting, by the way, uh, thank you for the email again. Appreciate it. I don't know how I feel about the Volt either. Not going to lie. I like the accuracy, but if I don't have, you know, a purple uh, extended energy mag, it's it's bad news because, I don't know, I would rather pick up like an R301, but the, the Volt is the meta, sort of, as I talked about yesterday, or not yesterday, 
yesterday, you know. No, as I talked about last week on the podcast, I enjoy energy weapons. Energy weapons are the meta for sure. But now I've been, you know, going towards picking up heavy weapons just because there's less recoil and I can get under control. I can play Prowler or whatever. The Vault is pretty good. I'm sort of on the fence with it. It just, you know, I need a bigger mag for it because I miss all my shots. I'm not the greatest Apex player, but uh, I'm trying. I'm trying really hard and I'm sorry I'm bad. But yeah, uh, so this is basically what's happening in the crafting system that we have. So there are uh, replicators. That's what that, that thing is called. And there's crafting material all around the map in big open areas in, in uh, dense, you know, the city stuff in World's Edge. You get crafting materials whenever you open up a, a loot crate and all that stuff. You get five crafting materials and that goes towards your crafting points. You don't need to, you know, it's not clogging up space, which is what I thought could be. It's not clogging up space in the actual loot bin. It's just as soon as you open, there it is. You get it. You get it added there. You can go to these, you know, big glowy energy looking uh type turnstiles there and grab 25 crafting material and you can just go around and pick up a bunch you can even ping it ping it on the map before you drop just so y'all can head over there first or if you're picking up one of the 25 crafting material you can ping it again and uh, it'll show you where the rest are in that immediate area so that's pretty cool i love that i love the uh, that addition of it so I can just easily find it look on the map if there's nobody around just go pick it all up you know get as much crafting material as you can because sometimes it could be very useful <laughs> as we saw in the very first days of it I think this so what they're gonna have is options using your crafting material you can pay to get things basically that's <laughs> that's the easiest way to explain it you get crafting materials you pay you get things pretty much it can range anything from uh healables like syringes or uh cells it can go from you know if you're low on ammo that's really cheap you could just get a bunch of ammo and add that to your backpack you can also get uh you know if you need evo points to upgrade your armor, that's a little bit more expensive, but that's kind of what I go for. That's what I usually uh, go for because it's an easy 45. If I don't like anything in the bin or in the replicator that day or that week, I'm just going to go and level up my Evo shield. Why not? So you can buy that. It takes about, what is it, eight to 10 seconds for it to actually, you know, craft, but it's, it's pretty effective so now the other things that are in it are these daily and weekly changes inside the replicator so there are things and items that are in for the week that you can craft all week and there are daily changes so we have a couple things that can go in you know uh what was it i think the first week we had a, a purple backpack for the weekly, we had some pretty powerful stuff. And you can say, you know, you can argue that there are powerful items. Pretty much every, you know, everything could be considered a powerful item for sure. But on these dailies, you see very interesting things. Like you see the combination of a prowler. You see the combination with uh, a select fire and then a purple... And, or a purple mag for heavy 
And it's like, wow, that's my setup right there. That's a fantastic setup. You just get a bunch of crafting, craft them all, and wow, you got a full kit right there. So they have some interesting things like that. And, you know, there's turbocharger sometimes. There's the uh, skull piercer rounds with the wingman. So they, they are messing with combinations to see how it works. I can feel them, just like we said earlier. I can feel them experimenting with it and seeing like, oh, let's let's leave out this bait for everybody. Let's leave the Prowler Select Fire out there for bait in the replicators and see what they do with it. See if they know enough to go for it and see if, you know, if, if it pays off. Let's see how the win rate for that. So I'm pretty sure they're taking data. They're looking at the numbers on all that stuff, which is really cool. Um, but... The really interesting thing about it is if it's in the replicator, it's not out in the loot pool anywhere else. You can only get it in replicators. If the Prowler's in there one day, the R301 is in there one day, it's not out on the floor for anywhere else to get. That's the only place you can get it. Now that adds an entirely new aspect of it. And that kind of answers your question and suggestion. They're already trying to do that, but just a little differently. And they're doing it in the replicator instead of a drop, like you said. So that's pretty wild. <laughs> like I, I, I could break it down, but like I can feel my mind working and thinking all the different ways that this could, you know, change the course of a game and how this, you know, makes you think in 4D chess, you know, this makes you think, well, I'm not going to find a purple light mag anywhere. It's in the replicator today. And sometimes maybe you would forget. Maybe it's like, oh, wait, what was in the replicator? Oh, it's this. I need a purple backpack. Of course I need a purple backpack. So you're always going to want to go for a replicator on that day. You know what I mean? So there are different ways that they are enhancing the game and making you seek out different things other than an engagement. Because they're putting these critical items in the replicator that you need. So that's kind of what they're doing. And, and that's a way of freeing up the loot pool quite a bit. We had some suggestions uh, before we saw season six. We were like, let's get rid of sniper ammo. Let's just put all the snipers back into where they're supposed to go, you know? But this is a fantastic way because you did add the vault to the loot pool. You did add extended energy mags. You did add the turbocharger. You added the devotion back on the floor. But you're also getting rid of a lot of stuff by putting it in the replicator every week or every day. Now that, I found, has been a fantastic balance. I'm enjoying the balance of stuff that I find on the floor. I'm not getting too much one thing. I'm not getting too much of another. If I need the necessities like healables and if i need you know if i'm done with a gunfight and nobody has energy ammo but i'm rocking an energy gun i find a replicator spend a little bit of time there spend some crafting because it's really cheap to get ammo and boom i'm there the replicator is a fantastic addition to apex legends and allows for some really interesting plays and i'm really curious how you're dealing with it how you take to it are you enjoying it? Do you find that you're going to it all the time? Are you you're finding yourself getting a bunch of crafting material? I would love to know. Voidwalkerpod at gmail.com or Jules the Human 
on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. Just say, hey, I listen to the podcast and I'll automatically know what you're talking about. And just uh, let me know. Or you can jump into a stream. Jump into a stream on Twitch at Jules the Human and uh, you can talk. We could talk freely there. We have a lot of people uh, that talk about Apex all the time. But yeah, thank you so much for the email. Email us voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. I know I keep saying it, but I love the interaction. I love the interaction and I want to get more interactive with you, the listeners, because I've seen, I see the numbers every week and y'all are insane. Y'all are fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. This is way bigger than I ever thought it could be. And I'm happy to do this every week. Let's do it. Every Friday, a new Void Walker Apex Legends podcast for sure. Yeah? Let's do it. So that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And have fun. Have fun and enjoy your 25 more points of armor. Get those red Evo shields. And I'll see you next Friday. Thank you. We have our Apex Champions. 